1: Every Thursday, we have our Out and About segment, where we try to catch glimpses of culture and travel through the lens of our very own Jennifer Chang. She's interested in finding genuine experiences in Korea through her free-spirited travels and connecting with the locals for that culturally enriching experience. Welcome, Jennifer.
0: Hi. Hi. Hi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you went to another area, which is nearby the PyeongChang Olympic Games. Um, Was it okay there? I mean, it wasn't freezing like it is now? I mean...
0: You know, the last two weekends that I went, mm-hmm. we just really lucked out because it was so warm. Right, We missed okay. all the frosty bits and the snow, and it was really nice. Even the night. air
1: quality? Because we had some pretty bad air here. It was fine.
0: Here. Yeah, it was fine over there. It wasn't okay. much of an issue there. Very lucky. Yeah. All
1: right, so introduce us to the place that you want to take us to.
0: Yeah, so today I want to talk about, uh, it's actually a township. It's mm-hmm. not even a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Bongpyeong. And maybe Koreans would know it because um, there is a famous book that's set there mm-hmm. in Bongpyeong. Right. And so uh, I think Koreans would know it also because it should be on people's radar because it is also where the Pyeongchang Olympics will be taking place. Right. It's all in that area. That's mm-hmm. right. And so Bongpyeong, Hmm. I think prior to going, I really didn't know that much about it. But it's a tiny um, township. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it, the, the population is just under 6,000. It's wow. pretty tiny. <laughs> so tiny shiguru, by Korean, Korean right, standards anyways. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so it's really famous for buckwheat. Mm-hmm. And uh, which buckwheat, uh, people think that it is a grain, but it's actually not a grain and it is gluten free. Mm-hmm. And so we eat the seed, uh, the portion from the seed uh, of the plant that's related to greens like rhubarb, which I didn't know. It's not Very that strange, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's gluten-free and it's a grain and Korean people, I think back in the day, way, way, way back in the day, you know, when people were poor and mm-hmm. starving in those mountainous areas, they had to find something to eat and there weren't grains so they used buckwheat right. to make noodles and different mm-hmm. dishes out mm-hmm. of that.
1: And it's very healthy, isn't it? I mean, um, uh, gluten-free, like you mentioned, also very yeah. good for the digestive system. Yeah, it
0: helps you go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll just leave it there. All right. <laughs> and but it you, doesn't taste too bad either. Okay. And
1: you mentioned it's It's really okay, so um famous because of a book or a story. Um, do you want to just mention that now, and then yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit later? We'll
0: talk about that, so basically, I think the reason why most Koreans know about Pungyeyang is because it's the birthplace of a famous Korean writer, mm-hmm. and he wrote this book called Memirkopiril Mudyop, mm-hmm. which translated is when buckwheat flowers bloom right, or when they're about to mm-hmm. bloom. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the literal translation. Yes. And the author's name is Lee. Hyosok or Lee in Korean.
1: Right. So most Koreans of course would definitely know this story definitely, and yeah, definitely. grew up learning about it.
0: Um so I didn't grow up in Korea so uh-huh. I did not grow you know grow up <laughs> reading these books but when I do the research and kind of learn about it I really do want to go back and read it mm-hmm. um for the poetic value. So this writer he actually had a really short life. Mm. He only lived like 35 36 years. Oh dear. Yeah, but um at this point, I actually do want to throw out a question to our mm-hmm. listeners.
1: Okay, to our listeners. Thank That's goodness. right, to
0: the <laughs> listeners, <laughs> not to you. <laughs> and if they text in with the correct answer, we're going to uh-huh. give out a coffee gift decon.
1: That'd be useful for I a get to cold this. day this like this. Fun. All right. Yeah. So what's the so question? here's a
0: question. So what pen name did Ihosok, this writer, write under? What pen name did he write under? And I'll even give choices. Mm-hmm. A, Ethan. B, Cho San. C. <laughs> Kathan <laughs> Do I need to do this again? <laughs> yeah, a, one more time. <laughs> 이산, B, Chosan C, <laughs> 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 Kathan
1: okay. I was
0: kind of going for that. <laughs> so text us your a- text us your mm-hmm. answers to pound 1013 51 a text.
1: All right, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to text in with this one. So hopefully, the first one <laughs> will get our our coffee gifty econ. <laughs>
0: uh, I want to text it myself. <laughs> so anyway, okay. let's talk a little bit about Pongpyeong itself. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, it's a township within Pyeongchang District. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it's a very small and peaceful town with a small population. And there is this well-known ski resort, and it's known for having the best freestyle hills in Korea, which is why they're going to host the snowboarding and freestyle skiing events for the Olympics.
1: Could we mention this on air? The name of, it's part of the Pyeongchang Olympic Games, right? So Phoenix, (laughs) right? We're talking about Phoenix. We are talking about Phoenix.
0: That's right. Resort. And like I mentioned, uh, buckwheat is basically synonymous with 봉평. <laughs> I think that's the only thing you can think of when you think of 봉평, right? Okay. So when I say 봉평, you say? 메밀. And if I say Jeju, 귤. 상주. 상주.
1: the dried, dried persimmon.
0: 전주, uh-huh. uh, this should be easy. Oh,
1: 비빔밥, definitely.
0: And Yeongdong. Yeongdong. <laughs>
1: Not Kozokdoro, but Podo. No.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's po- well known grapes. for conquered grapes. I think mm-hmm. they were going for this kind of effect when they wanted to kind of, you know, uh, relate Hongpyeong with Memil. Okay. And I think it's smart. They should do that, right? All right. Everyone else is doing it.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, so you mentioned buck meat. Um That's obviously one of the attractions. The ski resort would be another one. What else is there do? So, to?
0: Um, yeah, when you go there, mm-hmm. Uh, everything is revolved around this writer and buckwheat. So there is a Ihosok Culture Village, and it is Korea's first national culture village designated by the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism.
1: Now, what's a culture village? I mean, usually you have like the you know the home or the house where the writer grew up, and then they kind of recreate that so you can visit. That's sort of houseworthy and just see his earlier work. But what's a cultural village I know. So
0: actually, the Ministry of Culture, Sports Mm -hmm. and Tourism, I think this is um, an endeavor. Uh, They've been trying to, I guess, uh, find these kind of villages that have some merit to it. And they want to promote that for Mm -hmm. tourism purposes. Mm -hmm. So there's several. And actually, what I wanted to do when I was doing some research was I wanted to know what other ones were out there in Korea.
1: Are there cultural villages? Yes, in there? Okay. yes.
0: And so one of them that came up was in Busan, mm-hmm. the Gamcheon. It's the one um, that's like set on the hill with all the houses painted in different colors. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so there, there are a number of these cultural villages. But when I tried to do the research, it was really difficult to find a listing of all of them in the country. Okay, so it was that's kind of interesting. something that so they need to work on. that's for me to look into. And the government, I think. That's yeah. right, that's right. And so anyway, so it was a culture village. Um they basically recreated um, the, the birthplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, the author's birth house is there. Mm-hmm. There's a water mill. So all of these things that came out in his book. In his book, right? So mm-hmm. there's also something called 충주집, which was kind of modeled after an eatery or a pub in the day. So people will go there to eat kukbap, like right. a, a rice dish, mm-hmm. and they would go and drink there. So it was a very popular place for people to stop by.
1: So visitors could almost feel like they're stepping into the story if they visit this exactly. cultural Exactly. I think that's
0: what they're trying to recreate there. Mm-hmm. And there is a park there, and there's a memorial hall for the writer, mm-hmm. and a buckwheat museum, of course. You know, you want to learn a little bit more about the buckwheat. <laughs> right uh-huh. and so just a little bit about this uh, writer ieozok right because um, so much of pungpyong is tied to him and so he was born in uh, born in in february of 1907 and like i mentioned he had a very short life he wrote more than 70 pieces of fiction
1: do we know what um what caused his <laughs> death I or his early death? Okay. i think he had an illness i think he had an
0: illness yeah cuz it's such an early death right mm-hmm. and and so he actually graduated from back in the day In those times, he graduated from Gyeongseong Imperial University. Mm -hmm. So Gyeongseong is actually a name for modern-day Seoul. Mm. And so during the Japanese occupation, they named it that.
1: And he had a degree in English yes. literature. So, um, if you go into our Facebook Wars SNS um, pages, you'll see a photo of the writer, and he's in front of a like a blackboard with some English on it. So, I don't know if that was his writing, but so he was obviously very familiar yeah. with English. He was a teacher, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, so as a professor, I think that's a picture of him, and he was deeply influenced by writers like Chekhov a Russian playwright and short story writer mm-hmm. and Thomas Mann, a German novelist, uh, who was also the nineteen twenty nine Nobel Prize in Laureate.
1: For literature. Right. That's right, for okay. literature,
0: yeah. So tell us a
1: little bit about the work, maybe up. Obviously, like we said, most Koreans <laughs> will be familiar with it, but maybe not our foreign exactly. listeners. So,
0: so basically it was written in nineteen thirty six and this short story it follows a story of an itinerant trader or what we would call a peddler mm-hmm. so he would just go from and in korea this name is so cute i like it taengdolpengi <laughs> So it just means somebody who goes from market to market Mm -hmm. selling things and trading in between. We used to see
1: a lot of these, even like up to like 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like these trucks
0: selling everything. But these guys back in the day would walk it, right? Mm. They would just carry the things on their backs and just walk around from market to market, traveling between cities and towns. Mm -hmm. And um, basically this peddler, this older peddler, and he's single, he... He meets this young man, and he really grows fond with this fond of this young man, mm-hmm. and finds out that it's actually his son, uh-huh. and his mother is his first love, right. and they had this kind of like a one night stand, mm-hmm. and it kind of unravels. But then the background and the setting of the story is Pungpyeong and the, the the nature there and the buckwheat mm-hmm. fields, mm-hmm. and so I think this passage is always cited. When talking about his works. Okay,
1: you're gonna read it um, for us? I,
0: I might read it a little bit, you know, I'm not gonna promise anything great, but I, I will try. <laughs> and it's also a translation, right? So it's okay. a little bit different, but uh, here it goes. At the moment they're walking through a mountainside. You could almost hear and grasp the beastly breathing of the moon. And the leaves of beans and corns are drenched with the bluish hue of the moonlight. There are buckwheat fields all around the mountainside. The buckwheat flowers have just started to blossom. It looks like someone has sprinkled salt all over the fields and the view is breathtaking under the moonlight.
1: Beautiful. Nicely red too, Jennifer. <laughs> it feels like you now you could picture it in your in your head. It, it just looks it's very think, visual, uh, romantic yeah, expressions. Yeah, and, and so
0: that's what he's known for, mm-hmm. for writing these sentences with beautifully poetic expressions. It's basically like painting right. with words.
1: Okay. Well, you know, we only have about two minutes left, and we're very happy because a lot of people um, actually... Texted in with the winner with the right answer, I think. So we're going to cover that right before we finish. Okay. But um, just to quickly go over some of the other stuff, there's the cultural village that you mentioned, but there's also a cultural festival at the end of August to early September, right?
0: Exactly. And then
1: just very quickly about the Pyeong traditional market. You wanted to mention that as well.
0: I did really want to talk about the market because, uh, you know, these markets, it's very historic and it's maybe over 400 years of history in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a oiljang opens every five days. Right, And it's known to have been found in the Joseon era. And what's happened now is that a lot of these markets are dying out. Right. But a conglomerate decided mm-hmm. to go and kind of revive this traditional market. And actually, I think they did a pretty good job.
1: It's getting popular again?
0: Yeah. So actually, on market days, there are over 100 stalls. Wow. That's pretty big. And what they did was they basically revamped it and mm-hmm. remarketed it. So they provided each seller a uniform with a uh, uniform tent mm-hmm. so that each tent, they look similar and organized, right? Okay. And they've branded Bongpyeongjang, the market, with a logo. So right. it's everywhere.
1: Okay. So the Pungpyeong market, the Yiyeoseok traditional uh, village, great places to visit. Um, we're going to introduce some of the answers or the right people who... Of course the an- correct answer was kasan right
0: Yes that's yes. correct
1: <laughs> So 9619 congratulations you were the first person Yay! to text in with our winner and get a lovely gift very well done All right Great And now thanks a lot Jennifer we'll see you again next week All right bye bye